A reading from the book of Psalms, the 100th chapter. Shout to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with joy. Come before him with singing. Know that the Lord is God. He made us, and we belong to him. We are his people, the sheep he tends. Come into the city with the songs of thanksgiving and into his courtyards with songs of praise. Thank him and praise his name. The Lord is good. His love is forever, and his loyalty goes on and on. Here ends the reading. Give glory to God, our light and our life. Oh, come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come before God's presence with The Holy Gospel for this day from Matthew, the third chapter. Please stand. Then Jesus came from Galilee to John at the Jordan 
to be baptized by him. John would have prevented him, saying, I need to be baptized by you. And do you come to me? But Jesus answered him, Let it be so now, for it is proper for us in this way to fulfill all righteousness. Then he consented. And when Jesus had been baptized, just as he came up from the water, suddenly the heavens were opened to him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my Son, the Beloved, with whom I am well pleased. The Gospel of our Lord.
God's grace, God's peace be with you all. Technology and the icons associated with it serve us well. Technology keeps us connected in not only this community, but the network of the world. With one click, we can contact someone in a different time zone on a different continent. For a long time now, there have been common icons used. We know them. We use them frequently. You'll type a document. You move in the direction of saying, I'd like to save this, and you wiggle your cursor, and the arrow goes up to the top of the page, and you push that little icon, that little box. Click it. The document is saved. The icon is the image of a floppy disk. When was the last time any of you pushed a floppy disk into a computer to serve you? Yeah, a while ago. Recently, I sent a set of photographs to a friend up in Seattle. This is where technology assisted me greatly. I had a whole group of photos that this individual was then going to Photoshop, clean them up, and send them back to me. So I assembled the file, titled the file, got ready to push send, and technology said to me, would you like to compress this file? It's too big. I looked back at my computer and said, sure. I had to do something, so I pressed compress, and that little dial bar came through, and on its way it went. And then the file, after about 48 hours, came back to me. And the icon on, from the sender to me, Michael said, press this button, and it will automatically unpack. It made perfect sense to me. Here was this little rectangular box with a zipper. (laughs) Unzip this file, and out of this file will pour lots and lots and lots of information, which I did. The Christian church, in the ordering of its liturgy through rites and rituals, has done the same thing. Several Sundays back, 12 days back or more, we heard the sound of this crying child and the terror and the wonder of a mother and father now given this gift to say, how do we raise this one? Who is this child laid in our hands? Who will he become in our family? And in the church's desire to compress the story, we jump quickly, even though the literature would tell us a year had passed, and then the magi show up in that moment, bearing gifts of gold and frankincense and myrrh, and then they say, we've heard varying stories, so we're going to go home a different way. Not the way that Herod would have us go, 
even though Herod had made the request of the Magi to come back and tell him where, because they'd watched this astrological anomaly of a star that moved and stopped and pointed a direction, they decided we'll go home a different way. And so they did. Which then in the church's liturgy of readings and lectionary moves us to the one Sunday no preacher really wants to preach on. It's called the story of the slaughter of the innocents, where Herod, so angry, says, any child from two years or younger, kill them. Well, there's good news Sunday. But the compressed file moves us then to the story just read, where Jesus finds his way to the waters of the Jordan, wherein there stands John. And the story is shared that Jesus approaches John saying, baptize me in this water. I don't know if I should. Yes, you should. Oh, I don't know if it's okay. Who are you going to check with? Oh, I'm not sure about this. Just get it done and he consents. The story brings us in a compressed fashion through lots of history, through lots of story, and the file in the Christian lectionary tradition is unzipped and we get this understanding of from the birth of Jesus all the way to the moment of this rite of baptism. This last week, I had the absolute delight of baptizing a 10-year-old. The family brought the child. The family's desire to have water and connection made asked of me, would I? Certainly. I met with the family. This 10-year-old, wide-eyed, gorgeous, precocious, asking lots of questions. Is this something that you desire? She nodded her head, and so also the family. I looked her square in the eye and said, do you know what your name means? And she looked back at me with those 10-year-old eyes saying, that's such a weird question. Where are you going with this? Her mom said, well, I think this is what it means. Her dad said, well, I think this is what it means. Mom and dad couldn't quite remember. And then Technology served well. Dad pulled out the phone. The Google search happened. This is what her name means. This is why we picked this name for this child. Gracious, merciful. That was the meaning of her name. Do you like those names? Yeah, I don't know what they mean, she said. So, as a family, we talked a little bit more about what those words meant, not only in the air, but also in her life. 
And then the 10-year-old had that look that said, okay, I'm bored, we need to move on to something else. And we did. Back to the story of Jesus' own baptism, where we find ourselves near the end of the story in an almost Spielberg-esque film. The heavens are ripped open, and the Spirit comes down, and God speaks through this moment and says, this is my child. I love him. I love him a lot. My pleasure grows when I see him. The ten-year-old arrived literally at this font. And as we talked some more, we talked about the meaning of her name, and I said, and today you get to add another name to the long list of names that you already have. Today you get child of God, beloved, God likes you. How does that sound? And the ten-year-old looked up, and around and looked at mom and dad and grandpa, and she said, cool. (laughs) Indeed, cool. What is it to be beloved by God? What is it to be so much of God's good pleasure that God would say, I will wrap my eternal arms around you because I like you. I love you. I find pleasure in who you are and what you do. If I were to summarize in a compressed form the totality of what Lutherans understand about this sacrament of holy baptism, the file might read... God loves you. And then the file gets sent out, and you get to unzip the file in your life. And as the file begins to open, it says on your screen, God loves you. Live like it. Amen. Please stand as we pray together. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation for the new creation in Christ and for all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the gifts of relationships with others, for the communion of faith in your church, 
for the communion of faith we feel and experience with people of all faiths and traditions, and for your great love that has dibs on us. Merciful God of might, renew this weary world. Heal the hurts of all your children and bring about your peace for all in Jesus Christ, the living Lord. Especially we pray for those who govern nations of the world. For the people in countries ravaged by strife or warfare. For all who work and advocate for peace and international harmony. For all who strive to save the earth from carelessness and destruction. And for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land. O oh God, you have called your servants to ventures of which we cannot see the ending, by paths as yet untrodden, through perils unknown. Give us faith to go out with good courage, not knowing where we go, but only that your hand is leading us and your love supporting us. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. 